Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. Moksha Sanyasa Yoga Yoga of Liberation through Renunciation We have learned that all my problems and sorrows and difficulties in life is because of my desires and expectations. If I can manage my desires and expectations then there will not be much problems. So this chapter says Renouncing those desires and expectations will lead you to liberation. That is the only way to find liberation from the bondages which we have. And we have imposed these bondages by our own desires and expectations. More we work in this world outside, more experiences we have, it creates more expectations. We work in one field and we get success. It makes us happy and elated and that makes another expectation of repeat that again and again which ultimately leads leads to greed. So success leads to greed and failure leads to dejection and depression. The Bhagavan said that if you can manage those expectations you will liberate yourself from the bondages that you have created for yourself. I just read a story about expectations. The two friends met after a long time. One of them was slightly dejected and disappointed and didn't look good. So the other friend said, what happened? You know, why do you look so down? They said, you know, my cousin died about three weeks ago and he left $50,000 for me. The guy said, well, there's nothing to be worried about that he left $50,000 for you. Well, then my aunt died the second week. And then she left $100,000 for me. Well, that's even better. Why are you so down? I said, well, my grandfather died last week. He said, well, was he sick? He said, no, no, he lived a long life, happy, full life. He died at the age of 92. And he he left a million dollars for me. Well, all this sounds good. Why are you so down? I said, well, this week, nothing. Last three weeks, I was making progress. 50,000, 100,000, a million of this week, nothing. That's why I'm dejected. So Bhagavan said that the expectations are like that. More we get, more our expectations increase. More success we get in life, more we want to achieve. This goal of achieving more and more creates this anxiety. So we live our life in the regrets of the past. Well, I could have done this and made this. Or agitation in the present. I don't know what is the right way to do it. Or in the anxiety for the future that I don't know what will happen. But once it, once you renounce those expectations, then you will be liberated. It is very Important to know that as an individual, as a being, you have to work in this world 
there is no escape from that that in this world or in heaven there is no person who is free from these three gunas of the prakriti as long as you are part of the prakriti all the qualities of prakriti are inherent in you these qualities make you the satvik rajasik or tamasik if you are predominantly satvik then your nature will be satvik and you will be more gravitated toward the satvik thinking and satvik actions if your nature is more predominantly rajasik you will be gravitated toward rajasik actions and if it tamasik toward the tamasik actions and therefore you can say that the entire humanity or all beings can be generally classified into four different classes those who have predominantly very satvik qualities those who are predominantly rajasik qualities then those who are rajasik but not as predominant in the first group and the ones who are predominantly tamasik now bhagwan said the society at any given time can be classified in this four and because all of us have to work no matter what predominant quality i have i need to understand my nature and find the appropriate field to work in because that's your comfort zone if i have predominant artistic nature but then i try to go into science then i will be frustrated in a few days ago i was watching stephen colbert show and he announced my next guest is a young comedian named aparna nancherla indian names obviously caught my attention like that that sounds familiar then i realized that that girl used to come to minas balbihar class in maclean when i saw her i said that's aparna i think is the same girl who used to come to minas class the next day i asked meena what was that nanchela's two daughters name so there were two daughters it was bhavna and aparna so now she is a stand up comedian so now i remember both parents were doctors you know so obviously they were pushing towards go to be medicine or the older one was pretty straight for very studious uh, younger one a little so she used to say you know i have this boss in my house so who is your parent no 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 not my parents are fine the elder one was so now i remember that she was completely different than her sister i don't know what bhavna is doing but she is probably a doctor some place or professor somewhere and this one is comedian this gives you a point to think that maybe her parents allowed her to do what she wanted to do or what i see in our community we always talk about the parents peer pressure but it's not parents are always at fault parents may ask them to do whatever but the children have their own peer pressure when everybody is going to medical college i have to try hard to go to medical college no matter what my nature is but those who free themselves from that they will blossom so she made a lot of progress because she followed her own field of interest what was the nature the so bhagwan said that this society no matter where you are born what your ethnicity where you come from you have this inherent tendencies or either you are predominantly satvik rajasik or tamasik if you understand those and act accordingly then 
it will be better for you. It will lead you towards your liberation because you can exhaust your vasanas in that field. And then you can focus on your own self. So we have seen Bhagavan said that no one is free from these three gunas. Even though we have heard him saying gunatita bhava, Arjuna. Arjuna, go beyond gunas. Nobody is free from these gunas. The gunatita bhava means do not identify with this matter envelopment you have, which is body, mind and intellect, which belongs to prakriti, all the qualities of prakriti. But if you consider yourself to something different than that, then you will be free from these gunas. But as long as you are identified with this BMI, you have to act according to your gunas. You find your own niche and work in that field. Brahmana Kshatriya Visham Shudranam Che Parantapa Karmani Pravibhaktani Swabhava Prabhavai Gunaihi There cannot be any more clear indication that this classification is by your own nature and guna and not by any other situation, by your birth, by your accomplishment, it says, Brahman Kshatriya Visham Karmani Pravibhaktani, their actions are differentiated by Swabhava Prabhavehi Gunaihi, in their nature, whatever the predominant guna is. Once you find out what's your predominant guna, you know what your field of action should be. So next verse says, Shamo damaha tapaha shaucham kshantihi arjavam evacha gnanam vignanam astikyam brahma karma svabhavajam. This is very common or natural to one who is sattvic. These qualities will be natural to him. As we have seen last time, shama is the mental control. You're controlling your mind, that's called shama. Damaha, physical control. I feel like slapping you, but I stop myself because you are five times bigger than that Damaha, you know. Tapaha, austerities. Any practice exercises which you do to make yourself better is Tapaha. Shaucham, purity. Kshantihi, forgiveness. Arjavam, straightforwardness. And gnanam, vignanam, artikyam. Gnanam, tendency towards knowledge. Vignan is visistagnana. When I apply my knowledge, it becomes vignan. Artikyam, in the firm belief that there is the underlying truth in this world. Brahma karma swamaj. This is natural to Brahmins. Those who have this predominant sattvigana, this will come natural to them. And therefore, the field of actions which they prefer is appropriate for this quality. He cannot be playing a crooked game, so he cannot be a good politician. He can go and fight wars, but he can sit down and contemplate and figure out what is right and what is wrong. Researchers. Shauryam tejo drutihi daksham yudde cha api apalayanam danam iswarabhavascha kshatram karmasvabhavajam. It is very natural to some people who have this rajasic nature to, who are the go-getters. Shauryam, 
you know, bravery. They are willing to do anything to achieve what they want to achieve. Teja, splendor, brightness, druti, fortitude, won't give up easily. If it seems difficult, but no, I'll continue, keep trying. Daksim, dexterity, they are good at what they are doing. Yudhecha api apalayanam, they don't run away from any fight. Battles we are fighting every day in our life. Some of us will give up easily and some of us will not give up that easily. So those who have more kshatriya gunas, they will not give up easily. No matter what happens, I'll keep going back. It's a fight, it's an uphill battle, but I'll fight that battle. Don't run away from unconducive situation. Dhanam, Ishwara Bhavahacha. We feel generous because influence as many people as possible. Or they feel identified with more people, so they want to be generously helping people. Ishwara Bhavasta, Lordship. I can help you in that sense that I can make change in your life. We will hear till 2020. Each one will say, I can make the change in this country. I will make the change. I can change the middle class, this, that. Because they feel that they have the lordship. They have the ability to make change for the masses. That's called lordship. Kshatram karma svabhavajam, which is normal for a kshatriya and therefore his actions should be according to his nature. The next verse says, Krusi gaurakshivani jam vaishya karma svabhavajam. Agriculture, cattle breeding and tending, and commerce is Vaishya Karma It is normal to Vaishya. You know, Baniyas, you know. In Gujarati, they used to say, how to make your living? Uttam Kheti, best is farming. Madhya Vepar, and Kanishtha Naukari. Middle is do some trading, and Kanishtha Naukari. To do a service is the lowest. The return on investment was greatest in agricultural society of being a farmer. You put one grain and thousand comes out. There is no other business with your thousand time return. So even in our society 50, 100 years ago, farmers were the wealthiest people. But gradually it has changed. So those who are good at that they have a rajasic tendency, but not as much as the kshatriyas. They would want to go and fight battle, then figure out what is profitable. So this krusi gauravadi, that comes naturally to them. Paricharyatmakam karma sudrasya apiswabhavajam. And servicing others is common to the kshudras. So the entire industry, which we call a service industry, which includes every profession that you can think of, you know. We are on service industry. The word Neil Wadi, I'm an architect. The service industry. We don't manufacture anything. We don't sell widgets. We serve. Whatever your professional needs, we serve. But one says, Shudrasya Bhavajam. It is the nature of Shudras to serve others. That's why Kanishta Nokari. In that society, agricultural society, they said that farming is the best because they figured out that Brahmin and Kshatriya is beyond our capability. They are by nature who are Brahmin, they do what they japa and tapa and all that different. 
kshatriyas they fight battles and kingdom but for rest of us uttam kheti madhyam vyapar kanishtha naukari naukari is the lowest but now in our society service sector our entire economy is service economy so based on the demand and supply we give one more importance so tell me what is the difference between a cab driver who takes me from my hotel room to the airport and then the pilot who flies me from airport to my next destination they both provide exact same service one takes me by road from one destination to another other takes me by air from one airport to another but the cab driver we don't give much importance to well, him he's a cab driver pilot we look up to him with great respect supply and demand there are not that many people who can be pilots but there are many people who can become drivers so bhagwan said in this society there is no work is greater or lower but we may have our own perception your goal is not to be influenced by the perceptions of others because of my sense that the way other people see me is who i am i try to do something other than what i'm good at you know so because people say well you can't become a singer and make your living my parents or no parents in my age ever encourage the children to become artist you know you'll be a starving artist so find something to do your living you know but if i am truly not influenced by that other people perception and can introspect and what is that gives me joy never pursue that bhagwan said you will exhaust your vasanas and then will be liberated from your bondages we'll stop right here om sarve bhavantu sukhina sarve santu niramayaha sarve bhadrani pashyantu ಕಚಿದ್ದುಖಾಗವೆ ಶಾಂತಿ 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 ಹರಿ ಶ್ರೀಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿ ಓ